The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Reddit Nation, to the Reddit Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Ritter Craig. Welcome to our show. Boy, do we have a show. There's so much going on. I can't even believe it. <laughs> Before I get into too much, because I'm going to go out on some fierce tangents today. Let's get on to the show. One, 55. Raider Nation, can you believe it? I got to go over some stories before I get into the Raider news. Let's get into some of our opponents' news. Well, San Diego Chargers were banking on a stadium in Ocean Slime, California, Oceanside, Southern California, of course, but a very large contingent of private citizens have filed lawsuit against the developer and, of course, the San Diego Chargers that will keep them off the property for several years. It's it's a crazy thing. I'm telling you, those fans of Southern California, they don't give a crap about the Chargers, which is the funniest thing. I can't even believe it. They can't even get a stadium built anywhere in San Diego County. Precious! <laughs> Love it! Here's some great news, Reddit Nation. Rennie Moss has pulled a hammy. Yes, and not in Alabama. No, he pulled his hammy right up there with the Patriot rats up there in Boston, right? And it don't look like he's playing. And I love it. I love it. I hope it gives him a pain in the hammy, all dammy season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go, Randy. Right on. I love it. So let's go on to the show today. I just had to throw that in there because it was awesome. Uh, don't forget, August 9th from 4 to 8 p.m., Raider Nation celebration at the Big Mac, McAfee Coliseum, Oak Town, California. Be there if you can. Check out your seats. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. You'll get the flavor. It'll happen. The craving's already bad, but it's going to be ferocious when you leave that place after that day. It's a great event. Check it out. Out. Today's stories are gonna be Yeah Al Davis yeah. speaks And when Al Davis speaks people listen We got Russell Gate We'll talk about the Pansy S uh, that's not signing with the Raiders for some bullshit waiting for Calvin Johnson What a bunch of crap Raider up Mofo Sign the goddamn paper. Al's going to pay you. Anyway, let me get into that story. I'm pissed off about that. Raider Rick has a great take on it on the Raider Nation Podcast Forum. And we'll talk about that. But the next story, of course, Red Hot Pepper by SilverAndBlackForever.com. Great blog. Check it out. And then, of course, we'll hit the RNP Comments Forum section. So there you have it. So, don't you love Randy Moss and his hammy? His hammy could go back to Alabama. <laughs> Poor old Randall. I love it. You know, Otto, number double zero, he lost the battle for his leg. So, if the nation could just say a prayer for Jim, you know, the ultimate Raider, he's been around a long time. And uh, he's been Mr. Davis's friend and close confidant for many years. Uh, he's been fighting for this leg for a long time. So he's done it, you know, man, he got a hand to the guy. Even as a young guy, I dreamed that someday 
uh, I had a dream that I would build the finest organization in professional sports. And uh, the opportunity came to me in the early 60s to take the Raiders and make that into the finest organization that professional sports has ever had. You know, Al Davis, you know, he comes out so rarely. And when he comes out, the entire universe, it seems to be focused. I don't care where you live, what channel you're looking at, Al Davis is on television. And that's the coolest thing. What other owner gets that type of attention when he comes to the pulpit? Nobody. Uh, nobody. Nobody does craft. Any of these fly-by-night owners, they don't, they don't, doesn't happen. But when Al Davis speaks, people listen. He was devastated by, of course, he said the, uh, the Walsh lost. Uh, of course, we all are, are, are bummed about Bill Walsh. I'm bummed about him, even though he was the arch nemesis coach. We just hated him because he was so good. He used to kick everybody's ass with that West Coast offense that we're going to be putting into effect this season, I'm sure. But a great individual, a quirky genius. You know, I've heard all kinds of people describing him. Roger Craig, uh, you know, all, all the guys from back then, Joe Montana, everybody's coming out of the woodwork. And nothing but positive things. And you guys know what I'm saying, even though it's our rivals. He was a very close confidant of Al Davis. And he had nothing but good things to say about him. They're very good friends, lifelong friends. After he became an assistant with Al Davis, his very first professional football opportunity. Now, the other thing he said, Al Davis said in his speech, and he came out and spoke, was he talked a little bit about something I was just blown away. But I'm glad because he does throw these tidbits in when he goes, when he uh, addresses the public. He always throws in one of these twisters, which is Andrew Walter went through a lot. Okay. He went through a great deal of adversity, several, several sacks. He talked about how Andrew Walter had 46 sacks last season. So he can't make a determination, but the kid needs an opportunity and a chance. That, that's what keeps me from thinking that Andrew Walter will get cut. I do think Al Davis has a great liking for Andrew. Uh, the short time I had to talk to the young man, he is a class act, great kid. He's a kid, but a very classy young man. Um, and it was cool. Maybe we'll see him again this year. I sure hope so. But he's in there fighting hard, man. He's fighting very, very hard. So he talked about Andrew Walter. <clears throat> he talked about Josh McCowan, how he has qualities like Rich Gannon. With his feet. So he talked about the coach showing utmost confidence in Lane Kiffin and he's doing his job. You know what I'm saying? And Dante Culpepper, uh, he sees a lot of Jim Plunkett in this guy. So he's he's out there saying uh, a lot of the right stuff about the team. And the thing about it is it's Al Davis. It's Al Davis. He's talking about, and he shoots from the hip, man. He don't, he don't uh, sugarcoat nothing. He never has. I love Al Davis. What can I tell you? And uh, so, Al Davis, in in his brief statement, you know, wanted to also put up a award, the Bill Walsh Award, because he also compared the East with the West. Journalists, football mentality. Uh, evidently, there's a big chasm between the two which makes it kind of interesting. It's interesting, his perspective. It was interesting to hear, and it was great to see him. I love it. Thank you, Al Davis, 
for coming out, man, because you know when Al Davis speaks, everybody listens. Now, Raider Nation, I want you to listen to the cavalcade of horse crap that will be spewed out about what Al Davis really meant. There's going to be all kinds of little articles. I'm sure there's going to be uh, Nancy Gay will come out with something from the San Francisco Chronicle because she's still feeling the bruise from the one that Al Davis slapped across her silly head when she said some crappy question last time she was allowed at the Oakland Raiders headquarters. And then she was shunned immediately. I love it. So, you know, she got the grudge. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like an angry woman. You know what I'm saying. I know. Okay, let's just get into this bullshit about Russell Gate. First off, let me just tell you my opinion about this whole thing. Russell's a nice kid. He's still a kid. He's a big kid. And evidently, through unnamed sources, he's getting bigger, which is something that would concern me in the first place. But that being said, he hasn't thrown one football in a, a National Football League game. He really doesn't have anything to hinge on but his pure talents and the fact that he's waiting, of course, for someone else to sign. Um... The Lions' number one pick. Oh, gosh. Can you believe it? Anyway, without, with, without any, any doubt, it's Mintz. It's Mintz, his, uh, his blood-sucking attorney that will not make the contract work. First of all, let me say this, Raider Nation, right now. It's not about the money. Did you hear me? It's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's about how the money is paid. Now, what Mintz wants to have happen, of course, is he wants Russell to have $30 million cash money now, baby, and not play a damn down. And if we find him, you know, overdosed on steroids in the back of some, you know, drive-in theater or massage parlor, that's too bad for the Raiders. You still got to pay that guy $30 million. Not to say that that can happen. Not to say that that's, that's a total stretch of imagination. But in the likelihood, would you put $30 million on someone that you really don't know is capable of doing the job? Really? Well, that's exactly what the Raiders are doing. Mr. Davis is a very smart and shrewd businessman and still is, as you could tell from his speech. He has it together enough. Trust me, he is not going to give this cat all that money up front. That money can be guaranteed, but it has to be connected to all kinds of things. And they want a free check for $30 million, period. That Mintz wants that money in his hand now. Well, guess what? That's some bullshit because the Raiders went out and got another quarterback. That's damn straight. And we're going to be talking about him pretty soon. But Russell Gate, as we continue, Aaron Mintz, uh, they're blaming, <laughs> this is pretty typical, the media, especially here in the Bay Area, is blaming Al Davis, blaming the inexperience of the business managers and who's the GM and where are they going to go and what's going to happen. 
They have an attorney that's very familiar with contracts. We're talking about multi, multi, a billionaire. Al Davis is a billionaire. Over. So you got someone who's a billionaire worth over a billion dollars, and you think he's going to surround himself with jokers that can't work out a contract deal? Do you think that they didn't think about this ahead of time? That they didn't have that together? Al Davis said it's him, himself. It's not the money. That's ridiculous. It's the option bonus, and that's what they call it. And, and that's what they're stuck on. It's not about the money. So the deal is here, he could actually, with the way our quarterback situation is now, sit his ass, his goat-smelling ass, on the pine for the entire 07 season. Now, Leinart held out for two weeks, and then he came into camp, and, of course, he played for a string. The Raiders aren't in that bad position for quarterback. We got at least two guys that can do it. I know Walter can play, give him in a line. And, of course, Josh McCown's not the best, the sharpest tool in the shed, but he could throw that ball, and he could definitely run that ball. So we have an experienced quarterback that can certainly make it. We also have a secondary, and we also could have three. So you know what happened to us when Gannon went down and Tui went down shortly thereafter Respect stuck with Rick Meyer for the rest of the season. That's not going to happen this year, and that's exactly what Al Davis said. Russell Gate, sign the papers. I mean, you know, it's got to be a point where Russell actually has to take some responsibility of his own. If I had an agent who's doing business for me and I was stuck out of camp, I knew that I would have a very difficult time making it up. It's my rookie year. And, and we're talking a difference between, okay, $27 million and $30 million. And we're talking a difference between guaranteed money. He might get a $10 million check. Oh, wow. You don't think he could put food on the, on the table for his family? You think his mom might get a new car or perhaps a new castle? The man will make money. I say if Russell has intelligence and he has some... Uh, any bit of Raider in him. He'll sign that paper. He'll tell his attorney, make that deal. I need to get in there and play some football. And if I don't, I'm going to lose my job to somebody else. Don't listen to him, Russell. That Mince just wants that money in his hand. And that's all I got to say about the Russell Gate. Welcome to the Black Hole. 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 A big fat welcome to Dante Culpepper. Now, some people are calling him Dante Pepper because his last couple seasons have been, um, well, less than stellar. But he's been injury prone. The guy took hits. <laughs> Think about it, Raider Nation. You guys have seen them, them play. Anybody who loves football watched Culpepper and Ma's show whenever they had an opportunity. I know I did. I know that I watched them pass, and I know that it was a beautiful thing. But I also know that Culpepper is a tough dude. He stands in the pocket and takes a hit and lets that ball go. And that's the way it is. That's why he's so beat up. Now he's an eight-year veteran. Come on. He is a great thing that we signed, and we signed him for the right deal one year, which is good. He's not stuck to us. We're not stuck to him. And if he proves himself, then we have an opportunity to seal the deal here and now. Can you imagine Jim plucking two? Can you imagine him taking us to two Super Bowls? Think about it. I do. 
I know it's a it's a crazy thing to think about, but he could do it. Um, and that's not saying that Josh McCown can't do it or Andrew Walter can't do it. We just don't know what chemical combination is going to be the best. People think Jermarcus Russell will do it. What I think Jermarcus Russell is not this year at the very earliest next season. And he might not get his job then because I'll tell you right now, remember Phillip Rivers had to sit on the pine while outgoing quarterback Drew Brees absolutely blew everybody's mind in the nation and became comeback kid. So I'm going to get to a story here on the Silver and Black Forever, part of the Black Flag Network, including, of course, Raider Take and the Raider Way. Let me see if I can get this together here. <laughs> this blog is set up by Calico Jack. Great rare fan. We see him every season. He's out there doing it. So uh, he's a good guy. Great Raider fan. And his uh, blog here is Red Hot Raider Peppa. Isn't that ironic? Just last week, I received my new J. Russ six-inch figurine in the mail. See my previous post. Raider Tom, who customizes Raider figures using other NFL players um, from the McFarland series, modeled by J. Russ figure after Culpepper series to model. That's some kind of a model talk, I'm sure, because I don't understand a word I just said. Fast forward to this week. The Raiders signed Culpepper to a one-year contract. I like the signing of Culpepper for a few key reasons. First and foremost... It's that it instantly increases the level of competition at the QB position. Head coach Kiffin has emphasized the need to create an environment where competition is front and center. He made this point the centerpiece of his press conference the day he was hired. His actions over the past few months has backed his claim. The quality of depth at each position has risen. That's damn true. McGowan and Walter will need to raise their game. McCown will be fighting <laughs> to be the week one starter. Walter will be competing just to make the final 53-man roster. I don't think so, man. I think Davis likes that kid. It's essentially a low-risk signing that gives head coach Kiffin more flexibility and options before the season starts and during the 2007 campaign. Culpepper, an eight-year veteran who is a physical carbon copy of Jay Russ, is the ideal mentor for our newly drafted number one pick, if he signs. The question is, which Culpepper did we sign? Was it the injury-plagued QB who struggled mightily the last two seasons or the all-pro caliber QB from 2000 to 2004 that put up tremendous numbers? The skill set and ability is there. The real question boils down to the level of mobility and health that Culpepper has. My take on the QB depth chart. Josh McCown. I give Josh McCown a slight edge by week one starter over Pepper. McCown will hear Pepper's footsteps in the struggles in camp, that's for sure. But I don't think so. Um, I think uh, Culpepper's going to take the job. Dante Culpepper needs to show he's 100% healthy, shake off some rust, and digest the new playbook quickly. If McCown is the opening day starter, but falters in week one through five, Pepper can step in. I don't think Pepper, I don't. I think Pepper's going to start. <laughs> I honestly think so. Jamarcus Russell missing seven days in a training camp, you geek. So far, dude, his contract holdout has struggled. 
and it's stunted his development. Two things are causing his holdout. Jerry Russ, aging is waiting for Calvin Johnson to sign and set the floor of the structure of the contract and the terms of the deal and the guaranteed bonus portion. A few obvious factors will dictate whether Jay Russ gets on the fields in 2007. It depends on when he signs. Uh, to put Russell as a holdout perspective, refer to Lionel's holdout last year. Leonard held out for two weeks and still became the Cardinals' starter by week five. If it's a relatively short holdout, two weeks or less, there is a reasonable chance that Jay Russ will start by at least midseason. If it's a protracted holdout, there's a good chance that Jay Russ will be on the pine most of 2007. Other factors, how steep will the learning curve be? The performance of McCown Culpepper, the performance in terms of wins and losses. I'm telling you right now, Jay Russ better get his crap together because Culpepper could light it up. That could be the big factor here in the question mark of the Oakland Raiders for this season. Culpepper could freak everybody out and be the comeback player of the decade. I love it! I'd love to see it happen. Andrew Walter. With the signing of Pepper, um, Andrew Walter will probably be cut, traded, or shelved with some phantom injury on IR. He could become a serviceable back, but his lack of mobility will severely handicap his chance to become a number one QB under Lane Kiffin's offensive system. Hmm. I think Andrew Walter has a really good chance because Al Davis likes him a lot. And Al Davis wants to give him an opportunity to prove himself. And I think that Lane Kiffin can show Andrew Walter how to be more mobile. I don't mean the running 25-yard mobile. I mean the Rich Gannon in the back of the pocket, can't catch me, can't catch me mobile. That's what I'm saying. Jeff Otis, start clearing your locker. You're next, that's for sure. He's gone. Cody Pickett definitely signed two days ago. He's gone. I love the fact that we have two capable veteran QBs in McCowan and Culpepper. To be a temporary one-year bridge to the Raiders' long-term future, the long-term future success is going to be built on the mind of Kiffin and the broad shoulders of Jamarcus Russell, I hope. We drafted Russell to be our franchise QB in his holdout, and what happens in 07 doesn't change the fact. By having these two signal callers battling it out for the number one role, there'll be no need to rush Russell. That's pretty funny. Onto <laughs> the field. And there you go. Thank you, Calico Jack. Because that's your blog. Silverandblackforever.com. Check it out. Check it out. He's got a great blog. He's a great fan. So, you know, a couple of things I'll have to say about that. You know, I, I really, I've always liked Walter. You know, I've always liked Walter. He's got a great arm. He has such good potential. He's a tall kid, and he's lanky. And if he just learns how to dodge the tackler, if he learns how to be a little more elusive, if he learns to get those feet underneath him, if he learns from McCown, if he learns from Culpepper how to move, how to push, perhaps that will help him to get over the edge, and perhaps we'll have three quarterbacks uh, that will be able to carry us on to greatness, and that would be awesome. All right. Red Nation, don't forget, the 66 Mob has a gig. The Just Hit Family Dan Napa, of course, and it will be happening at 
the Marriott Napa Valley Hotel and Spa Sports Lounge, 3425 Solano Avenue, Napa, California, 94558, Saturday, August 4th, 2007, from 4 p.m. on, and it will be a gas. And I'm telling you, Randy will be there with a video. Get on in there. Get your mug in there. And get on in there. So let's get into the Renovation Podcast comments. Horror section. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I. Okay, here we go. The silent one. <laughs> Culpepper is close to signing with the Raiders. I think it's a good idea. We really don't have much real experience at QB. Um, he would be a solid mentor. J. Russ Culpepper might help us out. I agree. Daniel Wheatley and Chino. Cold Pepper. First off, the reference to Dante as Cold Pepper was great by Silent One. Hopefully, he'll become a hot pepper uh, like he used to be. I don't entirely agree with assigning him. If the Dolphins didn't want him, I'm not sure why the Raiders would. However, I can see the thought process behind it. I really mean when the Raiders sign Russell, who is really going to learn from Walter McGowan? No, I don't think so. There's only two QBs in the league that are capable of are, are comparable with his body type. And one will probably, have, will probably never leave Philadelphia, of course, uh, McNabb. And... Uh, the other one has his knee banked up, which would be our Culpepper. We got Dante for a reasonable price. The mentoring will far outweigh what's expected of him on the field. Yeah, I, it could be, but I expect a lot from him on the field. And, you know, he's a real competitor. He's going to want to get in there and take the number one spot and hold on to it. And tough luck. He's already been there, and he's going to get there again. Tokai Rada. Robert Moorhead. No holdouts for Lombardi? The San Francisco Chronicle says Lombardi had no holdouts. But what about Charles Woodson? Or <laughs> are we only counting drafted rookies? The Woodson debacle was a joke, with Woodson getting way overpaid with the franchise tag. That was $10.8 million. I never thought I would read the claim that no one knows who's in charge of the Raiders. Al Davis is in charge. Since the Chronicle rips on the Raiders any chance they can get, they're just printing whatever Russell's agents feed them. Is David White driving a new car by chance? Huh, it's mints. Now, is it possible that Kiff's new crew is in over their heads on this? But do you think Al Davis would just sit back and let this thing get screwed up, as a Chronicle is claiming? That he wouldn't send Amy Trask, the Princess of Darkness, in there to get the deal done? And she would do it, too. Trust me. There's no panic in Oakland. Please! Maybe <laughs> the unclaimed sources in this story are the same ones who said Eddie D was going to buy the Raiders. Whatever. Perfect post, Tokai Raider. Uh, totally, man. Al Davis has got this thing handled. It's not the money. Okay. Great take. Okay, here's one that here's one that's coming. Raider Rick was on fire. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Spoiled. Fucking brats, he says. Whatever happened to the good old days of smash em up football? It's been replaced by these pansy-ass MFs coming out of the college that can only say, pay me! 
I remind you that this is the mantra of today's athlete. None of these crybabies have ever taken a snap in the NFL, and they're demanding shit? What? If any of my employees ever tried that shit with me, (laughs) they'd be standing in a soup line. I don't want to hear about the so-called I have to think about my family's future bullshit. That gets thrown around. Hmm. If you want to get paid, step up, be a man, prove something. Period. I say $20 million is not enough to secure your future uh, until you can prove yourself. Who the fuck do you think's running the league? I guess it's the fucking agents after all. What happened to getting paid based on your slotting or your ability? Not only is J. Russ out to break the bank and get his, regardless of how it affects the team, I see Quinn and Bo are following suit. Yes, they are. They're both holding out. Quinn, too. That's bullshit. I wish the team owners would all stand up and say, fuck all you motherfuckers and go to hell. It's it's for the team. It's so frustrating. I was crying five months ago that if we went after J. Russ, that shit was going to happen. And here we are going to bankrupt our team's future on some snotty-ass, punk-ass biatch who had one good game and 25-game college career and he has to have a secure future for his family. Well, I say, fuck that. I want a secure future for the organization, not one player. And uh, this biatch better quit screwing around and sign soon, or he'll be burning his fucking jersey on the steps of the field. No more posters for Moss, please. Okay, so... I see your point, Raider Rick. Sound off, man. A lot of people came in on your side, man. Raider Faded said, Dante, holy shit, we just signed Dante Culpepper. Awesome. The Assassin. Uh, Second on that emotion, hey, Raider Rick, why don't you tell us how you really feel? Great post. I totally agree. Signing Culpepper should, at the very least, send a clear message to Russell and his agent that the show must go on. Yes, Mr. Mintz, the show must go on. Uh, Raider Rick comes in again. Assassin, thanks for the support. Someone had to say it. I think J. Russ has great potential, but I'm not willing to bet the bank on the possibility the next five years in misery so his family can sport Rolexes, drive Bentleys, cut the album, and (laughs) have a closet just for the new sneakers, wipe their asses with Benjamins, and be the next episode on MTV Cribs. The new cultures of these 20-something millionaires is ruining the game. Goodell started taking it back, cracking down on these guys. Let's just hope that we can do something about these immature (laughs) fuck faces in the near future. I'm not saying J. Russ is a criminal. His agent is is the crook. It's our game, and we want it back. The NFL is turning into some friggin' Hollywood soap opera, and I can't wait until the NFL comes out of their own reality show. As fans, we have to realize that it's ultimately funding these guys uh, at the rate we're going, and I can s- see my seats going up 20% or a jersey now costing $300. Someone has to pay for these guys' lifestyles. Hey, Tokai, Davis Outpost, Robert Moorhead, you're pretty good at writing some funny shit. Maybe you can write some episode of pulling Vic and some dogs with Joey Porter, smacking some, and Sean Merrigan taking roids of his ass or something. Gosh, Rick, you are just fierce. Okay. 
<laughs> That's just fierce, dude. Uh, right of Frank is a bullshit. I've always believed that you need to earn your pay. Giving rookies so much money before they've stepped on the field is ridiculous. The NFL and all the sport leagues need to change their way of doing things. I know that the owners make tons of money and they feel that they're only trying to get their share. But come on. They should institute some sort of insurance policy they could get paid in case of injury. That would be funded by the team. If you just plain suck, sorry. I know, I know. Everybody deserves a right to get as much as they can. But sometimes it just gets a little stupid and all this bullshit about talking, taking care of their families and putting food on the table. What a crock. I think, you'd, I think you can take care of your family pretty well with a few million set up correctly. If you really wanted to take care of your families... They would be out there getting busted. They wouldn't be out there <laughs> getting busted for the stupid shit they do, uh, a.k.a. Vic the Dick. Go Raiders. Raider Frank, P.S. I'm, so, I'm sort of happy we signed Culpepper only because I wasn't thrilled McCown or Walter. It gives the Raiders a legit starter. Yeah, you know what? We do have a solid quarterbacks uh group right now and that's a very comforting thing as a fan i gotta tell you colorado, colorado, colorado chris here he comes bad feeling as i sat and listened to a bunch of bronco fucks at work as i started by placing my season bets i kept reading these raider stories and began to think i'll be honest i'm fucking nervous that we are going to have another 06 season i've forgotten what it is like knowing who our starting rb running back is or who will be starting as our qb etc etc we need a core group of guys. I agree, man. This is a great post. Uh, without this turnover, teams that win, like the Raiders of years past, had a solid group of guys that worked together. Amen. There was a core. Yes, every year we sprinkle a player here and there to fill some gaps. I feel that we start over every year. We have. This goes back to Rick's post in the NFL, very close to losing it. And I mean by it. By that, it's how the NBA lost fans and support. That's for sure. There should be rookie pay scales, and I am a golf professional by trade. Tour guys get paid by how wide they play. Weird concept. So, please, J. Russ, be different and sign. Get paid after you take the silver and black to greatness. The NBA comment is absolutely applicable. All I have to say to the nation is you go try to find buy an NBA ticket in any doggone place in the nation and you tell me how come these guys are getting so much money when you gotta come out of pocket with two, three, five hundred bucks a seat. Crazy. Zmurfella. I'm back. Culpepper, yeah. Like the signing. He's gonna bring so much to the table, he'll probably start. I hope so. PS I've been watching my A's get their ass whooped. Damn. Go buy my album. Rap died on my birthday. I'm out. Go Raiders. Well, go buy his album. That's what I say. He's a Raider. Alex V. Eh. I'm not thrilled about the signing. Do we really need another QB? I like Walter McCowan. Has grown on me. But why spend the money on Culpepper when he supposedly said we can't pay Russ? Jay Russ is what we want. Screw Dante and sign our first, please. No, man. I understand your feeling. But Alex... We need Dante to be in there and make this happen. Trust me. You're going to be happy we signed him. And Jay Russ, he just better watch himself because he's being close to the pine warmer. May a greater fan from across the pond. Confused. Counseling needed. Culpepper's claims the Raiders are best fit for his eight criteria for joining a team. What could that have been? Uh, I have never been 
<clears throat> I've never been to Oakland, but I can imagine there must be a nice big marina, lots of swanky boats or big parties. Is that right? <laughs> Surely he hasn't been listening to ESPN and thinks Oakland's criminal fan base will be a good place for, to do some of his deals in the back of his SUV. Maybe he's heard how good of an offense was last year, and if we can get, if if we can recreate a great protection, we can give Walter uh, last year, and it will be a great place for an immobile quarterback like him. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I <laughs> he's referring to the boat party with all those swanky hoes and that whole uh, drunken orgy debacle that they went through. Yeah, I feel you. I don't understand this deal. We are. Are we thinking that we are, would be a good role model for Russell because his playing styles are so similar? Or is just another attempt to add the mystique of the team uh, by taking on another so-so guy of late, he's talking about Brooks, and turning him around to be a big impact player? Or maybe we just want to continue to squander opportunities with young players. I feel my off-season optimism sagging with every day opener trust near. Please ex- someone explain to me uh, so I can get this happy feeling again. Well, you know what? It feels like last season, to be quite honest with you. We were going strong, and then boom, Art Shell. Oh, that was brutal. But... um. And Tom Walsh, that whole show. Ugh. Anyway, have hope. It's not terrible. It's better than you think. The Asian persuasion. Mr. Al Davis. My hat goes out to Mr. Al Davis again. To me, to me, the signing of Culpepper only goes on to show how our Raiders are always committed to being the best team that we can be. To field the best players possible, Culpepper signing only shows that we are are after gold. Screw the rebuilding crap with this signing. I expect Dante Culpepper to perform at his highest level possible. I'm just being realistic here, but I, but it's only a year contract and, and that we've inked, and uh, with a decent performance for the year, he can get the windfall signing bonus that he wants, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be with another team. The best part about it, he buys time for Jamarcus to learn an adaptive pro game and gives us... Um, given he signs already. Oh, he did. Uh, of course, Russell hasn't. I'm looking forward to a good season. Commitment to excellence. Raiders! Well, yeah, you know what? We are going after gold. That's what Lane Kiffin said. We will be as competitive as we can, and I'm telling you, they're going after the people. They think, you know, Darius the Dangerous was a good example. Uh, Rhodes, I mean, you know, the Raiders do not gather moss, man. They They don't sit very long on the seasons over. They go out there to get Get his thing. The assassin comes in with can't win. If Atlanta had San Culpepper's insurance in, in case Vic is banned from the NFL, everyone would have been saying, what a smart move. But since the Raiders signed him, we're desperate to seeing his hanging in the balance. We don't have a clue. Uh, what a, a pathetic thing. We hit the panic button. That's some bullshit. Culpepper's not on a role model for JR. He's competition for McCowan and Walter, period. People are reading too much into this. Forget JR's contract negotiation. Forget about all that that uh, that the haters are saying. And don't worry about it. Damn guys are uh, – worry about the damn guys in pads, the ones that are going to help us this season. Damn straight. That's damn good advice. Young Raider Culpepper, hey, <clears throat> I know it's been a long minute since I've posted. I'm back in business. Culpepper, what a pickup. The original Jamarcus Russell. Who better uh, than Pepper to train our young QB? They basically have the same body type. Hopefully, Culpepper can take Kurt Warner's approach and actually be okay with training Jay Russ uh, like Warner did with Leinert instead of Brett Favre, who we all know would never 
be okay with giving the torch to Aaron Rodgers. I think this is a great pickup. Yeah, Favre's a punk. <laughs> Coast to Post wants to know everybody wants a Randy Moss jersey. He'll trade it for any one of Culpepper's purple jerseys. <laughs> Sonic Raider, I believe the that the agents here are to blame for Russell not being uh, signed yet. Demarcus is an extremely humble person. And and just ask anybody LSU fans and his family and friends at home in Alabama. Agents ask for a lot for their clients because the agent gets paid on their clients make. Yes, absolutely true. But like I said, He's the man. Jamarcus is the man. It's not his attorney. Jamarcus can tell his attorney, put the paperwork together. I'm signing it. I'm playing. That's where the buck stops. Don't blame his attorney. That's finger-pointing horse shit, and I ain't buying it. Jamarcus Russell is not just a, you know, a mannequin. He is a man. He needs to stand up and be a man and raider his ass up. Juan Jorge, I'm not going to say Culpepper is going to win the Super Bowl, but let's hope that he's that to see Culpepper throw another 4,700 yards like he did three years ago, I think he'll be, and I think he will be, and not the Culpepper he saw last year. It's a roll of the dice. Let's hope that it goes our way. I feel confident, very confident, the old Sevens Ravers will be an 8-8 team, if not better. Ugh, I say seven wins at a stretch. I'm being realistic with the 8-8. Eight eight. Maybe, just maybe, we can pull a 9-7 or a 10-6 if you think about it. We're on so far. Our defense is really good. Not great, but good with the addition of Quinton Moses and Darius the Dangerous. And our defense is being so young, I think our defense will be even better than last year and win us more games. I think our offense will actually help us instead of hurting us and making us lose like they did every game last year. It all depends on the front five and Mr. Cable. I have a dream that we will be in a Super Bowl before Mr. Davis, well, you know, leaves us. I hate saying it, but it's going to happen one day and we can't. he can't live forever. I would uh, feel like shit if, if he left us without getting... Another Super Bowl win. The Raiders are on the rise, brothers. He needs some tickets. Well, there you go. Raiders are on the move. That's for damn sure. And Kiffin ain't letting grass grow under his ass. So I'll tell you what, nation. Get your tickets to the game. Put your ass in a seat. Get your uh, NFL ticket. Whatever you got to do, it's time right now. Fork it up, get it up, get ready, because the Raiders are coming on. I think we got a great chance this season to be better. I don't see great, but I see better. But if Culpepper, if the Culpepper can be a hot pepper, well, you know what? It would be a nice thing to see, like back in 2002, victory after victory after victory. This is Raider Greg with another week of the Raider Nation podcast. I will be calling you next week for our next show. I'm Raider Greg. And I'm out. Oh.